Philip Jurian is head of Americas for Ennismore, a collection of leading lifestyle brands, and today he shares his thoughts on two areas that are essential for lifestyle hospitality, food and beverage, and wellness. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. What are you thinking of food and beverage? What do you feel you know, we're, we're going and where does opportunity lie in that world? Yeah, I definitely still believe that this idea of celebrity chefs is a little kind of in the background. Uh, not to say that quality food and all the things that typically a celebrity chef will bring are not important, but it's more about what's the experience? How do I feel, as you said, less so about, oh, I'm going to go here because of the name on the door. When, many times you don't recognize the name on the door, you just know that they're a celebrity chef. I think that the consumer is willing to become much more adventurous than has been in the past, especially in, in the domestic US. Nobody is scared to go in and try new things. So chefs are pushing the envelope and not saying, oh, well, you have to have these staples on a menu. It's the sky's the limit as long as you deliver a good story, a good product, and there's a consistency and a complementary aspect to what you're providing. So I think venturing beyond the typical culinary choices is what's happening now and the wave of the future. And then back again to ensuring that when you step into the restaurant, you're not sitting there and eating, just like you're not just going to a room, you are experiencing great service, the uniforms tie into what you're going, what's happening, the music is part of it, the layout is part of it. So we're curating the overall content. We're not just curating the food experience. That is about pushing the envelope and being very, very creative. Has there been a restaurant that you've enjoyed recently? We were talking about Tribeca. It could be here, it could be elsewhere in the city. I mean, this is kind of pseudo within and not within our group. It's in one of our hotels, but it's not within our group. It's called Laser Wolf and it's at the Hoxton in Brooklyn on the roof. And it's just an amazing experience in terms of the quality of the food, first of all. The fact that it's kind of Mediterranean, Israeli, but not cookie cutter. So you have a real interesting approach. The menu choices are done very, very carefully. So you don't feel overwhelmed. You have enough choice, but not too much. And because it's on a rooftop, because of the way the table is set up, because of the vibe, you're going there to have an, a party effectively, but you're just, you know, you're eating. So that for me has been very, very compelling. And I'm not the only one because it's impossible to get a table there. So it's just been very, very successful. I wonder if we could just spend a moment talking about wellness, because I know you've talked in, in different places around this being a trend. And I'm curious, what are you seeing, experiencing, feeling as opportunities for hotels as it come, as it relates to providing wellness options for guests? So first of all, this is a passion of mine. I really think it's really, really important because I believe that everybody now has at least an understanding of the importance of being well-rounded in your life, which includes wellness. And wellness is defined as fitness, nutrition, mental health, all those things that we all see at the forefront. And when we talk about having an experiential type of experience in a hotel or anywhere else, that naturally has to include wellness because it's part of our lives these days. So, so from our perspective, we try to think of how can we appeal to the customer in that regard. And in some ways, it's a little challenging if you limit yourself to thinking about conventional approaches like, okay, well, we're going to have a gym in the hotel. 
that may not work because some of the hotels may not have space for a gym, especially, you know, historical lifestyle hotels. So how do you bring that to your, your customer? Same thing with nutrition. How do you kind of bring it? So for us, it is always thinking about here's the product we're offering and how do you rope in all these different facets to the consumer without one typical blueprint. So in one hotel, it may be, we are going to offer a service to the best gym in town in the morning. If you want to go, you can sign up for, or we're going to offer classes on the beach and our menu is going to offer nutritional options that may fit your lifestyle. In addition, we have in our spa, you know, cold therapy and hammams and so on to make sure that everything is being catered to. So it's definitely evolving. Um, we are in the midst of assessing our strategy. Does it make sense for us to vertically integrate and add that to our core offering being discussed? But one thing's for sure, and I've said this before, 15, 20 years ago, if somebody went to a lifestyle hotel on the beach, they would say, I'm going to go, I'm going to party, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to drink a little bit more and, or whatever I do, but not for one second did they think I'm going to work out. Now, the same individuals want to have a good time. It's a priority to feel good and work out and have that balance. And we owe it to them and we're going to fall behind if we don't provide it. And we, I think we need to be at the front forefront of it. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 